Hi everybody, Alan here. This is Finding Burundi. I hope everyone is uh, staying safe and staying home um, if possible. Uh, these are crazy times and so crazy times call for us to be crazy careful. Anyways, if you follow me on social media, you probably already know that I was in Burundi at the end of last year for about two months. And while I was there, I met a lot of uh, interesting people and had the pleasure of interviewing some of them. In today's episode, you'll hear my conversation with Samantha Inarukondo, founder, director, and curator for 257 Arts. That's Burundi's first permanent art gallery. Samantha created 257 Arts with a vision to empower artists that are evolving in Burundi by providing a platform that enables them to produce and commercialize their artworks. And in less than a year, 257 Arts has expanded from just a gallery to a full house of art, which is a place that is meant for exhibition uh, and of course the sale of artworks, but also a place of meeting, exchange, training and production for artists. And so here's our conversation. All right, hi everybody. Welcome back to Finding Burundi. I am sitting here with Samantha Inarukondo. She is the founder, director, and curator of 257 Arts, Burundi's first permanent art gallery in Ubuja. Uh, we're sitting in her very well-decorated uh, office. Welcome to Finding Burundi. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, I've been excited to have this conversation for the longest time. I first came across 257 in, I believe it was in February when you guys had your first exhibition. Uh, it just popped up on my Instagram and I just lost it. I just remember <laughs> DMing you and saying, oh my goodness, I'd love to have you on the podcast. That's such a fantastic uh, initiative. Uh, of course, I didn't know as much as I know now about it. And now I'm even more impressed by the space that you've created and everything that you're doing. So how did this idea come about? Well, the, the way it came about uh, was that to me, it did not make sense that we had so much talent in Burundi. Right. And yet, you, for one, you couldn't see it. It was not obvious. And then second, it seemed like artists were not uh, making as much money as I thought they should be making. Right, right. And that was in 2013. So it took um, some time to also get acquainted with Burundi because I was away for six years and um, I didn't think I should come as a savior without understanding what the, <laughs> what the problems were and how I could contribute to make that um, area, of the, the, the area of Burundi uh, better. So it took me six years of planning and thinking about the whole thing. Wow. You know, it's interesting because when you see something like that, mm -hmm. um, obviously it was so well done that we could see that there was a lot of hard work and thought that went into it. Mm -hmm. um, but I didn't realize that this idea came to you in 2013 while you're away. 
And then you took about, what, six years studying how to execute it well for you to get started. Can you talk to me a little bit about what that process was like for you? What were some of the things you were thinking about? What were some of the challenges? You mentioned a little bit not wanting to be a savior, which I found really, really interesting. Uh, and it's something that I think for most of us that are outside, we have that mentality that we can just come in a day and just like change Burundi. So talk to me about that process of like wanting to be here to learn about the culture of making art and how you can be a partner to the artists mm -hmm. that are already doing the things in this country. Okay, so I had been away from 2008 up until 2014 summer because I was, I was coding in China University in China. Um, so, but like I, I had the chance of coming back quite often at least twice, twice a year. So I knew for a fact that I did not understand Burundi as um, you would think that you understand a country when you come from it, right? Um, so I knew I would have to come back and work um, in Burundi to understand how the work environment in Burundi is and then also make mistakes. Yes. <laughs> make mistakes when it's in my own company. Right, right, right. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, so from 2014 um, until 20 late 2017 early 2018 i was working here and I, I i can tell you for a fact what you think you know is not what you know <laughs> <laughs> i'm finding out now right that, yeah, yes yes absolutely yeah yeah and um it's it's good that we have um we have been around the world and we we might have um like a different way of thinking but that doesn't mean that the, the way of thinking that the Burundians have is the wrong one just because it's different, right? Right, 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 right. <laughs> and it, it takes time to um, be humble and be willing to learn and to see how you can now match the culture and the mindset that you have from abroad to the culture that we have here. Right. And especially for me, because um, I, like the late years of my high school, I, I, I had them in a, in, a, in a private school. So to be quite honest, for like maybe 10 years, I didn't know Burundi as someone who was living here. Right, right, right. Um, so when I came back, I was working for like 2014 up until 2017, that's like three years. And then 2018, the whole of 2018, then I revisited uh, the idea of opening an art gallery. Because to me, it was just a dream. Mm. But then I wanted to see, I actually needed to like understand if... I could make it happen and if it was needed as well right because, right because right. well having an idea doesn't mean that it's gonna work and if it's like people need it yes you know so um i called a meeting of like 11 artists actually more than 11 uh, the, the very first one and i i told them like vaguely what i had in mind um which was not really an art gallery. Mm. I could not say the, the words art gallery because right. it was, come on, <laughs> it was it was it was as, as if I was I was dreaming, right? It was too foreign. It was for too foreign them, for the yeah, artists, yeah. and maybe even for you a little bit. And too ambitious yeah. for me, right? Because right. I was like, well, what would I be thinking, saying that I want to open an art gallery, right? right? So I just told them that I wanted a space to exhibit mm -hmm. their work. 
and um, I wanted to promote their work, which basically is an art gallery. I just right. didn't want to just say didn't that. want to use the word. Yeah. It was too big of a it dream. It was too big yes. of a dream, and also I didn't want to put pressure on myself and pressure on them as well. And we exchanged on the situation of the art scene in Burundi and why they are where they are and why um, I, I, well, I felt like they, they were stuck. Mm. Um, so we exchanged. Right. I wanted to understand mm. before offering solutions. So I asked them what the solutions they would think would you know, make sense to them. So it was, um, I think that the first meeting was in September, October 2018. And um, we took, I think, four months until we had the first exhibition. So four months of actual planning. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, of the first exhibition. And so what was, what's, okay, um, a lot of interesting things. You can take this conversation <laughs> okay. in many ways. But mm -hmm. I want to just zero in on this uh, collaboration between you, the mm -hmm. curator, mm -hmm. uh, and the director of this thing mm -hmm. you're creating mm -hmm. that doesn't have a name yet. <laughs> yeah. And the artists who've been doing this for so long mm -hmm. and now have a chance to exhibit their work mm -hmm. at a larger scale, I imagine, than they're used to. Mm -hmm. So what was that conversation like? What was, basically I want to know, what was going on in those four months for you okay. and the artists? So it was, uh, it was understood that I, I had a um, um, school background uh, that would allow me to plan a business, right? Mm -hmm. to, to, to fully plan everything that was businessy about the, the gallery, well, the exhibition at that time. And I was honest about this being my first ever exhibition. And um, so it was a, a give and take kind of um, situation right. from the artists. So they would tell me um, how to hang paintings, mm. um, how paintings are made. Because I wanted to understand what is, what is a canvas? Mm -hmm. What are the parts of, of a canvas? Right. Where do you get each part? What do you get from here? What do you have to import? Um, how do you, like every like those little things that you don't really think about when you go to an exhibition, like how to light a, a, a room, right? Right, right. What's the height? <laughs> you have to put a canvas. Yes, on, yes. You know something we don't think about because it <laughs> yes. just happened. Yes, right? yes. And then because you can go on Google mm -hmm. and you can have those informations, but like there is a reason why mm. it's not done as Google says it should right, be done. Right, right, right. And so the, the experience they have from here um, made my work easy as when it came to planning now for the exhibition. Right, right. So it was really pretty much calling one, hello, so I'm, I want to hang this painting. So like the height is this. So what do you think I should be doing? Where should I place maybe the lights? Uh, what kind of um, hanging material should I use? That, that was the... The, the, the kind of conversations we're having. Also, um, I want to have a website mm. with your profile on it. Right. So I want information about yourself. And because most of them did not have biographies, they didn't, mm. have, they didn't have artist statements. Right. They didn't have all those um, documents that an artist should have. Mm. So it was pretty much creating everything from scratch wow. for most of them. Wow. Yeah. And um, so asking questions, now getting answers, and um, 
beautifying everything mm. right right and what i was asking from them was mainly give me the best that you can give me <laughs> <laughs> right right because <laughs> um it was a first mm. and i felt like we should come with a bang yes right yes yes <laughs> and uh, so that's what they did they gave me the best of the very best to the point that people when they came to the exhibition were asking if those were Burundian artists wow right yeah and yeah that's what the it's kind of blurry right because <laughs> i'm sure it went by so fast for so you. fast and right. so many things happen mm-hmm. in just four months yeah wow so then um so the four months end mm-hmm. now we come to the actual exhibition which yeah. is <laughs> the first time that i encountered 257 yeah. on, on instagram it looked like an amazing event mm-hmm. uh what was that experience like for you after having put in you know mm-hmm. all those years as an idea and then mm-hmm. those four months of like the grind mm-hmm. uh what was that like when you walked in and saw the exhibition what were you feeling what were you it was um. it was February twenty second. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> it was the most. Oh my! God, it was it was hectic. It was a crazy, 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 crazy day, and um, we were we were not very late, but like we were half an hour late mm-hmm. to the uh, to, to the beginning of everything. Right. <laughs> And uh, people were quite early, mm. so we were supposed to start at six. People right. were here at six, at seven, no, five thirty. Wow! Which usually never happens. <laughs> people are never early for they're anything. They're never early. They're like rarely on time. Right. And uh, we're still because it was our first exhibition, right? And we had a hard time with hanging the paintings, uh, installing the lights. Uh, it was it was hectic. We could not tell when, when um, you wouldn't be able to tell had you been in the in the exhibition hall. Right. But it was hectic. So when I entered, I didn't know how many people would show up because mm. I sent invites by email, mm-hmm. and that's not something that's usually done here. And not being people like Iris repeat only like. 30 people are always repeat. Right, so you were expecting 30 people basically. 30 people at, at, at most, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think we got 150. Wow. I know, right? And so you can imagine, I, I, I came in the room and I almost ran away. Cause <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Yes. <laughs> and um, it, was, it, was, it was surreal. It was... Um, it's it's it, even now it's scary to think back um that moment right. but yes people showed up and we we did not so you did it. in fact start with a bang we actually did <laughs> <laughs> we actually, people were curious right right, right. They, they they didn't know what to expect mm-hmm. it was something new and um Everything about it was new. Mm. Like everything about it was quite new. So I think people were just curious to find out what it was about. Right. Yeah. And um, so I know from the exhibition that I attended mm-hmm. about three weeks ago now yes. um, that it was 
Fantastic. I was just blown away. And almost everybody who was in the room was just blown away. The art was is incredible still uh, exhibiting. Beautiful, right? Beautiful yeah. art. Everything about the event was just blown away. There was a lot of collaboration that you did with other vendors as well yes. that were here. Uh, the drinks were great. The food was great. The atmosphere was fantastic. Um, and got a lot of really good coverage uh, in the media, which was yeah. Amazing, fantastic. Right? Yes. So... From the first event that you did, the exhibition, the first exhibition, mm -hmm. to the second exhibition, I should also mention that you've moved now to a permanent yes. spot here yes. in Buja. Um, so, if you can compare, I suppose, from the first event to the second event and how things have been going mm -hmm. so far, um, and also knowing that you started this thing that's first in the country mm -hmm. and where you are now, what does that feel like or what has that been like? for you um, <laughs> um i feel like i've been using crazy quite a lot <laughs> <laughs> um it was unexpected mm. uh, the reason why i started in uh, in the hotel was because i wasn't sure um of the response we we're going to get mm -hmm. and i didn't want to dive in completely without right. No, so like for, for listeners that may not know the background so if you just want to explain where you started first and then how you moved into a more permanent yeah spot. so um well my parents own a hotel right the panoramic hotel by selection and um after like three months of planning without telling anyone what i was planning not even my parents um i had three options when it came to hotels i could uh, exhibit in so i went to my father and i told him so this is my idea. You might not understand it, but mm. what I need from you is um, your walls. Mm. And then in exchange, um, which would be amazing for the hotel, like decoration. And then in exchange, we, we need our sponsorship <laughs> for uh, drinks and food and the venue for the vernissage. Wow. So you can imagine... That's a lot of... That's a big ask. <laughs> it was... He just looked at me like, okay, are you insane? <laughs> first things first, what is that? Right. So it took quite um, several times of explaining what the idea was and um, making him understand that it was a winning situation, mm -hmm. which it was because the people who walked in, most of them had never worked in the hotel. Wow. Right. Um, so I promised um, walk-ins and I promised coverage, mm -hmm. which I delivered. Mm -hmm. And then after getting the response that I got, I, I thought I should ride the wave and now open our own spot. And um, so in the initial idea after that mm -hmm. exhibition, was it because of the success of that first exhibition that you started to think maybe this could be something, could be housed somewhere permanent? Or did you have the idea already and you wanted to just test it out for I had the starters? idea already. Right. I had a, a, a brochure mm. that had House of Art. I think I still have it. Mm. Um, everything was on paper, but just not actual physically right, <laughs> there. Right. And um, the, the response just was a way of speeding things up. And I thought uh, we we're going to open our own space um, in 2020. Um, so you are ahead of schedule? Quite ahead of schedule. <laughs> Quite ahead of schedule. And uh, well, we're we're grateful because come on, if you, if you're ahead of schedule, then you're doing quite well. Mm -hmm. 
so I just thought I, I could ride the wave and open the space now um, instead of waiting to see that like the next response. Right, right. Yeah. So now you've opened this space where we're recording this podcast now. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful, beautiful space, downtown Buja. Can, yeah? Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, and so you have an exhibition that's currently going. Mm-hmm. Uh, how long is, it, is this going to go on for? So um, the exhibition's flash actually ended yesterday, 22nd of December. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. And um, so that means that the, the pieces that were bought out are going to be shipped this week. And you'll only be able to see the pieces that are remaining, as well as the new like, incomes and um, incomers, and then the ones we have in stock already. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so people can right now come to the art gallery. Yes. Uh, I also want to mention that it's free to yes. enter, which is impressive. Um, and so if you are ever in Buja, I encourage you to just come through and check it out. Yeah. Beautiful art. Um, and so the uh, paintings that you had mm-hmm. that have been bought will go now this week, yes. but you still have a lot of other art that you have in stock that people can still yeah. enjoy when they come through the doors. Yeah. Um, what what I have is a stock of like close to a hundred pieces now. Yes. Wow. <laughs> okay. Wow. Even more reasons for people to come back. So yeah. you can. Oh wow, that is amazing. Right. Well, so the 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 thing is like artists were producing. Mm. Some of them were producing and keeping their art at at home right. for the studios, and it didn't make sense for me that you produced for people to see what you work on. Mm. And um, I have some of them who produce quite often. Like Arish, she has, I think half of the collection is Arish. Wow. Because I think he, like, he paints every two weeks, he has a new painting. That's amazing. Yeah, and when, when I started, he just came to me and he was like, I want you to take everything that I have. That's awesome. And do whatever you think you should be, to be doing with them. Right. So some of the pieces are um, being rented out mm-hmm. right now. And um, yeah, so, you can you can buy them, you can rent them, um, and then I also have um, Passy, who also has quite a number of paintings with us, and the the younger ones um, are still trying to catch up because well as time goes and you practice more, then you can produce faster. Right. 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 Yeah, but so far I have Arish, um, Passy, Trousseau. Um, he joined for this uh, exhibition. He's in. He's an. He's a new member. Mm-hmm. And then I have Peter K, the one who does uh, the the artworks with nails. And then I have um, Danny Daniel Art. I have uh, Solana, and I have Lune Chancel. Mm-hmm. So I have two girls. <laughs> That's good. That right? Great. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, besides um, selling art and exhibiting art, you also have um, some other programs that you're running as part of this uh, art mm-hmm. gallery. Mm-hmm. Um, you spoke a little bit about those programs at the opening of the exhibition, yes. but it was in French, so I didn't quite <laughs> catch everything. Um, so can you uh, tell us a little bit about other programs that you have besides working mm-hmm. with the artists to uh, promote their art and sell their art mm-hmm. and, uh, and having this space for people to come and enjoy the art? So. Um, we created the, the programs in the spirit of one, um, helping the community around us, and then two, having um, revenues for artists that are 
that are still centered um, on art. Right? Mm. So you have Art for Rent, uh, which is a way to make revenues quite regularly for artists to rent out their art to institutions, to companies, to individuals who want to experience art but still are not maybe able to buy art or are still um, choosing between pieces. So, and then we have also art for education. Um, I don't know if you know this, but we don't have art in schools anymore. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Which is sad. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's terrible. And, um, this is something I, I want to keep repeating because I need people to understand that there is a way to bridge the success gap between kids from poor backgrounds and those from rich backgrounds. Right. So art does that. Visual art does that. Mm -hmm. So we, we, we want to introduce in schools again art. Mm, yeah. I like that. And then, but in the meantime, because that's going to take some time, right. um, we are welcoming kids if you want if you have a child mm. that you want uh, to teach art to you can bring the kids to us and then we also work with um, kids from the street mm. now we have four of them mm -hmm. to um, to teach them about art and one of the like we have you can either after going to the sessions you can either choose to go back to school mm. or um, you can make it a way of living and making right. money right and then we have um we have offer teams mm. offer teams so um if you have like a work retreat oh or, right yeah, it can we can have a session for painting and um well it it, it helps in um creating bonds between colleagues like and team building team building yes yes yeah right yeah. and then we have art for pros so that is to teach artists here <clears throat> new techniques um, to have them um, discuss between themselves and teach each other but also have artists from the region and from like um, abroad come here mm -hmm. and, and teach the artists here and then have artists here go abroad and learn from the outside because when you're stuck in, in your own environment you tend to think that you're the best mm. but when you go outside then you get to open up your mind mm -hmm. and learn new things right so that's why we have art for pros <clears throat> and then wait i did this one. Oh, we have <laughs> we're actually working on it now oh fantastic <laughs> we had uh we have art for purpose so it's pretty much art therapy Oh, I yeah. love that. That is yeah, awesome. Right? Yeah. So we're trying to collaborate with NGOs mm. who maybe work with women or kids or, or any any other per kind of person who needs therapy. Mm. But because of the society we're in, don't really express our feelings or emotions right, verbally. Right. Yeah, so yeah. maybe if you can have someone paint what they feel, then you can have an insight. Um, into the person that they are and the issues they are encountering. Right. Yeah. And working on one activity which will come out soon, hopefully. And um, yeah. And then we also have activities such as uh, art talks. Art talks, um, we want to make um, art discussions um, something normal that happens in Bojovoha. 
right in the country throughout the country so um we are we're going to have the first one in january we're going to discuss about art and it's going to be something frequent not just visual art but right. um um theater and um music and contemporary dance and all that stuff so we want Bruneans to talk about art and get acquainted with art with art right yeah. right so i mean i i mean biggest i'm a big fan obviously as you can tell from, from this <laughs> conversation i'm just blown away by everything but uh, as you're talking about all of these things that you're doing yeah. um the, the thing that keeps coming to my mind is how much a lot of these are firsts in the country, you know, like therapy uh, is probably not mm-hmm. as uh, accessible or as much of a thing uh, in this country as it is in other countries. Um, you know, the idea of having, you know, an art gallery probably isn't, it's the first, obviously, because mm-hmm. for all these years, no one had come up with this, or people had this idea, but no one had actually done it. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of these first things in Burundi, do they scare you at all? Every day, <laughs> I wake up scared. Right. <laughs> Every day, but um, I think that's what makes a difference because we are all scared. To right. Be quite honest. If if you are an entrepreneur, you have to be scared. Like your idea has to scare you. If it does not, then it's not big enough. Right. And so, how do you work through those fears? I tell myself that if I don't do it, then who's gonna do it? Right. And why can't that person be me? Damn. <laughs> Why can't that person be me? I think I love that. I love that. All right, so we're going to move uh, into the next uh, session of, uh, of the podcast. Uh, this is one that I like to call three questions. So I'll ask you three fun questions about the gallery or anything else. Um, so you obviously created this space because it's something that you'd like to see you wanted to see in the country yes. um something that you wanted to to visit mm-hmm. um when my sister came here she said mm-hmm. it was Hararuhura. Mm-hmm. um so tell me what are your three favorite places to visit in this country that may have or similar effect mm-hmm. on you as visiting the gallery it could be like i don't know a wine place or i don't know in a mountain or only three no, give me your top three. <laughs> you can give me five or ten if you like. It's going to be hard. Um, okay, obviously, any, any, any place at the beach mm. that is quiet. Uh, I'm thinking the, the free beach at the Global Port. Oh, I haven't been to that one. It's 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 soothing. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you go in your car and you just put some music on and right. just look at the waves, and uh, like around four or five p.m. Mm-hmm. when the sun is setting, yeah, it's beautiful and it's calming. And then um, uh, I think any cafe. <laughs> <laughs> so I can I. Uh, um, I like Café Gourmand yeah. because um, it's inspiring the yes. level um, of professionalism and the perfectionism that's going into that place. It's really inspiring. If you're down and you want to see something that inspires you to do better, I think Café Gourmand is one of the places. Agreed, agreed. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Bouja Café because it's so green. It's my favorite cafe in the right? city. Yeah, it's so green and wooden and the coffee is great. Yeah. And also the service is amazing. Um, hmm. And then 
Pressure, pressure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Pressure, pressure. Th- th- those were three, so we can, like, yeah, those are the top three. I feel like oh, the same, 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 place. Same, same place, okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so third, oh my god. Uh, I think third would be um, the Bouja Saint Tabou um, new place. Bouja Saint Tabou, the, the festival, the Theatre Fest festival. Mm-hmm. They have uh, a new place, mm. their own now place. Right. The equivalent of the Five Seven Arts Gallery, right? And it's um it's a calming environment for me because um I see that I'm not the only one who's pushing hard, mm. in the arts, right? Yes, arts yes, yes. And it's one of um those places we we go to, and you'll not fail to find someone who's thinking the same in the same direction as you are. Right, right. And I love talking to Freddie yeah. because. He was one of the first people I talked to, and he told me, please, go do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so you, you find community there. Yes, yeah. you, you actually do, and yeah, I think top three. That's awesome, that's awesome. And so, uh, my second question would be, uh, do you have any favorite artists that you've worked with? Or is that like asking you if you have a favorite child? Exactly, <laughs> can I have a favorite child? <laughs> How can you have it? No, you can't. And um, each one of them is pretty much handpicked mm. yeah and that's why we're, I don't have that many uh, right now as members um, I only have eight hmm. I can tell you each one has something about them right <laughs> so um, yeah I don't have a favorite that's awesome that's yeah. great um, and so last question here uh, let's say someone out here listening or somewhere in the world mm-hmm. is interested in studying something similar mm-hmm. at first mm-hmm. in this country. Mm-hmm. Uh, what advice would you give to that person? Um, what advice? If you can't find people to encourage you, keep it to yourself and work on it. <laughs> on your own. On your own. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because um, when it's something new, people don't understand not because they don't they don't they don't care about you they don't love you they just bec- actually because they do mm. care and they love you they want to shield you from failure mm. and they will tend to um stop you from making what they feel like is going to be a mistake so um most likely go for people who are doing the same crazy things as you are doing uh, we tend to go to, towards family and mm. friends mm-hmm. and yeah but like look maybe around and look at people who are doing who did first things like mm. um i have quite a number of people that i go to who are doing first right i have um i told i talked about Freddy first mm. um crystal shabani she was the first uh, fashion designer like very young mm. i think she started like 10 years ago or something yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I have a long Mugisha of Akeza.net who from nothing did amazing things and look at Akeza.net now. It's amazing. Like you have people who are doing, and the the good thing with Bruneans and who who are doing amazing things, they are willing to give you advice Mm -hmm. and they are willing to sit with you and, and advise you. Right. Which is, um, I, I don't know if in other places you can find people who are doing amazing things or and have time to sit with you right. in the beginning and who's starting 
to to actually advise you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and like on Twitter, people on Twitter, people <laughs> on social media, I can think of um, Irwin. Yeah, I don't know if you know him. No, no. I've sat with him because I feel like he's 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 doing great with branding and all that stuff. Right. And I, I, I texted him, hey, can I sit with you? I want to pick your brain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can still pick your brain here. Like right, You can right. pick someone's brain here. <laughs> you don't have to pay for that. Yeah. Right? So that's something that um, that you can still do here. And I think it's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, last question. I know I said that was my last question. No, you can ask me. <laughs> Last question is a lot of people that listen to me to this podcast are not in this country, yes. um, but would if they would like to support mm-hmm. this space, um, how can someone who is not in Burundi and able to come in and see mm-hmm. their art and probably buy their art or rent their art, mm-hmm. how can they still support this space? Because I think it needs to be supported. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think supporting would come in 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 like in different forms. Mm. The first one would be um, buying mm. what we put out, and uh, because uh, we understand that um, some of the paintings, for one, would be too expensive for um, for people. Well, not too expensive would cost more than people are able to pay for now. So you can either buy the digital um, canvases. And those will be available soon, soon. on the website? We're, we're working so hard on having that shop up. I want and... to be the first person to buy. <laughs> I know. I need, I, need, I need that notification. It's live. <laughs> oh, and then also go on the website and sign up for the newsletter. Cause, oh, fantastic. Yeah, that's how, um, one, you get to know what we're doing. Mm. And then how, that's how you get uh, to get in. Well, that's how you get invited to like the vernissage and all that stuff and then also um we're going to have um this program where let's say you want to buy an original piece but you don't have the money right now right but you know you want to buy like an original painting from burundi Mm -hmm. so we're going to have like different accounts for you to put your money in Hmm. monthly or weekly or whatever Mm -hmm. however much you want Mm -hmm. and then you can save up Oh, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, that's can, awesome. You can save up to eventually buy an art piece, right? So, right. like, you can say, like, this month I have like $50. Mm-hmm. What can I have with $50? Mm. I want to save up, like, maybe like a thousand. What can right. I have with a thousand? Right. And then, once you have enough money to buy one painting of your choice, then you can buy it. That's amazing. And yeah. you'll be shipping worldwide, worldwide. soon. Yeah. That's soon. amazing. Yeah, that yeah, is yeah. awesome. We actually do ship. Oh. Um, yeah, we actually do ship. It's just because um, right now it's not on the on the website. Okay. Right. right. That's what the um, fluidity of the um, transactions is. Mm. What we're, we're working on on right. the website. Yeah. Right. Right. Also, another way you can contribute is um, by donating uh, for our art for education programs. So you can donate to um, to one kid to like maybe like pay for one kid or ten kids to um, take um, classes with us. So we have kids from the streets that you can help, whose life you can help.
Awesome. And is that something you can do now, the donating part? Is that on the website or is that also coming up? It's coming up okay, because okay. we're dealing with um, the payment gateways. Oh, okay. Is, uh, yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for having me here <laughs> at 257 Arts and speaking with me. This has been a real pleasure for me. Um, I'm so well. excited about <laughs> it. Thank you so much. Thank you.